All aboard! You just made a wrong turn. Heavens to Murgatroyd, even! Onto the Harland Highway. You've got... Cancers of the anus? By George, I think he's got it! Stop it! Stop it! You're busting my heart! <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd, even. God, I love that guy. Who says even after every uh, every line? Let's make love, even. What if the last word in his sentence was even, and then he had to put an even on top of that? Like, let's say he made a bet with someone, and he was like, why don't I just give you $20 and we'll call it even, even. I don't know. It still sounds sexy to me. Anyway, speaking of sexy, um, <coughs> is Home Depot sexy? Do you think it's sexy to go to Home Depot, guys? You ever, you ever go to Home Depot and there's a hot girl in Home Depot? Do you find that sexy? I think I kind of find it sexy. I remember I was in Home Depot once years ago, and I was just wandering around looking for screws, pardon the pun, and nails and hammers and lumber. And uh, a friend of mine came around the corner with her friend who was pushing a cart who was really hot. She had like a little spring or summer dress on and just looked really good. It was late at night. It was one of those 24-hour Home Depots, and I think it was like 10, 11 at night. And here was this hot girl in Home Depot. So I guess my question is, guys, does it intensify the hotness when, A, it's a hot girl, but, B, you're surrounded by building materials, you know, plumbing and electrical and garden supplies, fertilizer and hoses and timber? throw a hot girl into the into the soup and does it make her hotter i don't know it did for me just being honest and believe it or not this girl was shopping and this was even kind of hot it created an interesting vision she she told me she was shopping for a screen door <laughs> i mean honestly how often do you meet a human being is anyone in your life ever said to you, I'm shopping for a screen door? Have you ever walked up the aisle of your grocery store and some hottie says, I'm shopping for a screen door? Oh, aisle seven. Thank you. I think they're on sale. Thank you. They got some great colors. Thank you. That's enough. Sorry. So here was this hot girl in a little summer dress in Home Depot with a big orange Home Depot cart. And she was shopping for a screen door, and suddenly I pictured like some little cabin or a, a house out in the middle of nowhere in the country, you know, with a long dirt driveway and maybe some crops on either side, a scarecrow, maybe some rows of corn and some hay on the other side of the field. And you kind of take a turn off the dirt country road up the long dirt driveway, you know, it's a football field length away and there's the house kind of a beat up old farmhouse right <sighs> you drive up you stop the car and you wait for the dust to float by the window before you open the door 
you open the door and immediately the hot summer air hits you and instantaneously a couple of flies just do a quick little buzz past your face you stand up and look around and it's quiet all you can hear is some crickets chirping Right? Maybe a bird in the distance. Maybe a cicada in the distance. And there's a bead of sweat already coming down the left side of your forehead because it's that hot. You stand up and you kind of lean on the, the window rim of your, your car and you look up towards that house. There's an old porch with a rocking chair. Maybe a few shingles missing from the roof. There's an old barn and a and a uh, silo out in the back. And you can kind of see through the front screen door, but not really. So you start walking, dust on your shoes. You get to the old wooden steps on the porch. There's only about four of them. You walk up two. As you step up that third step, you're looking in through that screen door on that old farmhouse and you can kind of see down a black hall and just as you start to step on that fourth step you see kind of a a human form fade into view from the black and it's heading right towards the screen and all of a sudden you're almost at the screen door and there's that beautiful girl in the summer dress from Home Depot suddenly standing on the other side of that screen door. <laughs> oh, God, okay. And that's as far as I'm going to go. But it's kind of romantic, right? Am I wrong? No? Yes? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me in an email or a phone call. 323-215-1486. Go to harlanwilliams.com and... You can write me, and uh, I don't know. There's a lot more to Home Depot. We're going to talk about more Home Depot right after this. Okay, I want to know who the guy is that invented garbage bags. He was sitting around being a bum. His mother was like, why don't you go out and do something with your life, Elwood? I don't want to. Get off your ass and go invent something. Okay, I'm going to invent something that uh, you throw in the garbage. What the hell are you talking about? Garbage bags, man. Go back to picking clovers in the grass, you dork. <laughs> yeah, some guy came up with the idea. He's going to invent something that you buy and throw in the garbage. Why well, you just walk down to your garbage can every uh, week and a half and rip up a $20 bill, throw it in the garbage. Then you don't have to spend all that money on garbage bags. Hello! It's Harlan Williams. Oh, yeah, you can get garbage bags at Home Depot. You can get uh, grass seeds. You can get barbecues. You can get weed whackers. You can get outdoor lights. You know the drill. But um, you ever notice, you know, the guys and girls that work at Home Depot? They're just... Um, they're just guys, you know. I, I don't especially think of them of having law degrees or doctorates or uh, dissertations or, you know, whatever. 
I pretty much think uh, the, the good folks is pretty blue collar. You know, they're they're uh, nine to fivers, or they work the late shift. And no disrespect to them, but um, have you ever noticed when you go to uh, when you go to Home Depot, they don't address their employees as employees, their associates? Isn't that a bit debonair? You're at a place to buy some grass seed and some barbecue lighter fluid and some nails. And the guy who's helping you in aisle seven is an associate. You, you know, you've heard it, right? You're in there and over the damn uh, a, the uh, Home Depot loudspeaker, it's like. Yeah, can I get associate to aisle seven? Associate to aisle seven. Yeah, we can get an associate to plumbing. Can we get an associate to plumbing, please? Right, and it just about deafens you. It's like all you can hear. For, just for a minute, they're playing some nice Muzak, like a Chicago song. If you leave me now, take away the biggest part of me. Yeah, associate aisle seven, like an associate. Associate aisle nine. Aisle nine, grass seed and lumber. Aisle nine, associate. Shut up. What are you talking about, associate? What, you go to Harvard? No, you're just a guy. You're a zit-faced guy. How about, how about... Yeah, can I get the uh, pimple-faced, uh, overweight, middle-aged nerd to uh, aisle 12 for uh, paint? Paint and stain, please. Zit-faced nerd to aisle 12. How about that? Let's, let's call it what it is, okay? Let's keep it real. And God, could that loudspeaker be any more annoying? I mean, how often do they need somebody? And suddenly they're an associate at Home Depot. Give me a break, man. And have you noticed the lines at Home Depot? Aren't they something else? Those lines, right? Like what I'm what I'm getting at is let's say you're in line at Home Depot. Or first of all, let's say you're in line at the grocery store, right? You could <laughs> you could have maybe Six people in front of you, that line might be about eight feet long, okay? You get into Home Depot, you could have three people in front of you, and that line could be about 229 feet long. Like I was at Home Depot a couple of weeks ago, okay? The guy at the front of the line was checking out with a beam for the inside of his barn. It was about 65, 80 feet long. Then the guy in front of him... Uh, behind him, rather, had uh, like three palm trees, okay, full-grown palm trees, and then the guy after him had a tool shed. <coughs> and I got a paintbrush and a bag of screws. And I pretty much need binoculars to see the end of the line and see if the cashier is even open. What a weird place, Home Depot. But, hey, that's where the sexy girls are in the middle of the night, Buying screen doors. Welcome to my fantasy. Uh, can I get a pervert to aisle five? A pervert to aisle five. Screen doors, aisle five. We have a sexual fantasy from a screen door pervert in aisle five. Not true. Not being a perv. Just, you know, I mean, that's kind of an innocent fantasy, isn't it? A little freckle-faced farm girl in a little summer dress standing behind the screen door. A little bit of sweat running down her face, a cold lemonade in her hand, and she got that little country voice. Hi, mister. 
May I help you? Yes, I'm here to, um... Um... Yes, mister? Cat got your tongue? Uh, no, I'm... I'm here to, uh... Um, I'm just gonna be at Home Depot if you need me. Okay, mister. Don't forget. Plumbing supplies are in aisle five. Plumbing supplies are in aisle five. Why, you little ass. So shit? Yeah, that's what I meant. Associate. Oh, Home Depot. HD. Home Depot in HD. That's as clear as it's going to get here on the Harland Highway. Oh, man, I wish I had never watched the movie Deer Hunter. I don't know if you remember the scene where Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro are doing the Russian roulette thing. So last week, I decided to, based on that movie, challenge Donald Duck to a round of Russian roulette. He lost. Donald's no longer with us. And I thought that was the end of it. But suddenly, I became the tough guy on the block. And you know what happens when you're the tough guy on the block. Everyone wants to challenge you. So then Mr. Magoo comes in. He wants to go at it with me. He lost. He's no longer around. And now, apparently, we've got Mickey Mouse here. And he wants to take me on. Hi, Mickey. Look, are you sure you want to do this, man? You better believe it, sucker. Okay, you know, it. I, I'm just, you're an icon. You're, you're a Disney icon. I just don't want to lose you because somehow I'm good at this. Oh, bring it on, sucker. Okay, here we go. Mickey Mouse and me, Russian roulette. Who wants to go first, me or you? I'll go first. Okay, here's the gun. Thank you. Mow. 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 <laughs> I made it through this round. Yeah, I guess you did. Okay, your turn, sucker. Mow. 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 <laughs> I got you, Mickey. I made it through. Back to you. Oh. Mow. Mow. Mow! 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 Ho 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 ho! I made it through again, sucker! All right, take it easy with the name calling. Up yours! Okay. Back to you, idiot! Oh, now I want you to lose. Mow! 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 Ha 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 ha! Eat it, rat face! Oh! Come on, your turn! Oh, oh, sorry, Mickey. Oh, well, I hope that's a lesson to everyone. Enough is enough. I don't want any more challenges. I'm the Russian roulette champion. Let's just leave it there. Can we get this cleaned up in here? I got, I got mouse guts all over the console. Thank you. Harland Williams. Oh, poor dear Mickey. Oh God. <laughs> He's dead. Is Mickey even relevant anymore, though? I mean, honestly, this isn't a dig at Disney. I mean, Disney helped build my damn house. I don't despise Disney in any way, but this is just go straight to the heart of cartoon kingdoms and characters and icons. 
Is he is Disney is 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 Mickey and Donald and Goofy and <coughs> all those characters relevant anymore? Do kids even know who they are? Do they like them? I mean in this world of video games and MTV stars and is there really a place anymore for a mouse wearing shorts and suspenders and white gloves? Is there a place for a duck or a, a, a dog named Goofy or Paluto? I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of weird because Disney still kind of works these cartoon characters like they're relevant. You know, you still see them out there on TV and dancing around and everybody's happy and confetti's going off and the guy actually wearing the suit's probably got diarrhea and his guts are twisting up inside, but yet outwardly it looks like everything's happy in Mouse World and Minnie's got her uh, her street walking shoes on. <laughs> Have you noticed Minnie Mouse wears those pumps? She's supposed to be this like little housewife of a mouse and she's wearing the uh, the hooker shoes. But um, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit forced nowadays. I feel like they're, they're trying to keep something that's really old and dated, fresh and alive. And it's just, it almost feels insincere and nobody's buying it. Like, you go to Disneyland and it's like, yay, Mickey, yay, hi, kids. And it's like, who, what? Nice voice, dude. Where's the guy from Halo? Where's the, uh, where's the zombies? Where's, uh... <coughs> Where's Laura Croft, Tomb Raider? What, a mouse who hasn't gone into puberty yet? No, not yet, but it's. I think I have some hairs down there. I don't know. I mean, look, it's all cute and fun, and but I don't know. I don't know that they really have much of a place anymore. It, it's, it's, like, it's like bring them back an old, like, Wonder Bread TV commercial. White bread filled with niacin and riboflavin and part of your kid's delicious daily diet before you send them off to school or to play baseball in the sandlot. Remember to make them a nice ham and cheese Wonder Bread sandwich. Right, moms? You know, it's got that Norman Rockwell nostalgia. I don't know. Maybe Disney has to revamp their their their, their little cartoon list. Maybe Disney has to, you know, have like a Disney funeral for, uh, you know, Mickey. Maybe uh, stage it one day that, you know, every now and then at Disney World, one of the rides flies off the tracks and kills a human. Maybe they could stage it that a roller coaster or a log ride flies out of the water and crushes Mickey's head against a snack bar wall. And then they could do a whole media blitz and Mickey Mouse dead. Oh, no. And then all the other characters are so grief-stricken grief they shoot themselves or they, they pull a, uh, a Jim Jones cult and drink uh, poison Kool-Aid. That way they can just kind of get rid of them all at once. They get some huge press, but then all of a sudden they roll out the modern-day, you know, 21st century Disney characters. Would it hurt Disney to have one of their little lovable characters have a gun in its hand? Maybe a machine gun or... Something more up with the times. Uh, hello, Disney. Kids love murder. Um, hello. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's true. I mean, you put the Columbine shootings next to Disneyland, and 
you tell me which which uh, which image is more skewed. Which which image is more in denial and in fantasy land than the other one? I'm sorry, Mickey. The times they have a changed, my friend. And uh, maybe Disney needs some fresh new characters, updated characters, to welcome us to Disneyland. Just a thought. What do you think? Let me know. Write me an email at harlanwilliams.com or call the Harlan Hotline, the Harlan Highway Hotline. Wow, it's hard to say anything with three H's in a row. 323-215-1486. Tell me what you think uh, we should do with Mickey Mouse in this modern day era. Can't wait to hear from you here at the Harland Highway. I gotta address a situation we have going on here in America. It's called obesity. It's called woolly mammoth from the Ice Age-itis. Okay? I'm gonna talk about being fat right now. And if you're fat, don't be offended because that's not what this segment is about to offend you. There's a lot of fat people in this country, and it didn't hit me until I was at a theme park over the holidays. I went to one of the big theme parks down in Florida, me and my girlfriend, and we're trucking around, and I'm telling you, man, there was more flubber waddling around that park than I thought it was on safari in Africa. We were going through the, the hippos. I mean, everywhere you looked, there was just a big, flubbery beast. And the sad thing is, it wasn't just the adults. There were a whole herd of chubby kids, fat kids. You know when you see one kid, and at first you think think it's a little gang of kids? You know, a bunch of kids playing? And then you get closer, and you realize it's just one fat kid, but he's so big, he looked like the whole group? All right, I said I wouldn't make fun of fat people, and that's not what this is about. What I'm doing, people, is it's a new year. All right, this is a public service announcement from me, from the bottom of my heart. Stop the madness. Stop the eating. Stop the excuses. Stop the it's my metabolism. Stop it's my thyroid. Stop, I've got a condition. Uh-uh. I, that could have played a few years ago, but now it is out of control. I'm not kidding. I was walking around. Every fourth person was a monster. And what needs to happen is people have to start going, I got to stop eating so much. I got to start exercising. I got to do something about this. There's no little magic pill. There's no just hoping it'll go away. All I had was four subs and some fried chicken and some shrimp poppers. Why shouldn't I have a cake for dessert? Please, people. The guy that was walking us around the park told me that when he walked foreigners from Europe around the park, they were appalled. And I'm telling you this because I want you to be healthy. I want you to slim down. I want you to take personal responsibility for your appearance and your health and your state of mind and your well-being and setting an example for your kids and for everybody. 
yeah, I'm being a bit of a preacher today, people, but it's all for you. I want to see you make it. I want to see you slim down and look good to yourself first. And then to everyone else who has to laze eyes upon you. Let's make it a, a thing this year. Look in the mirror. Envision who you want to be. And get there. Hope to see you nice and slim. And yes, I should feel a little guilty for preaching to you there. But honestly, this, this is for real. You gotta take care of yourself. It really is so easy just to eat junk and not exercise and just go, well, I'm already in this condition. I'm not going to change. I recommend this this season you watch this show. And, you know, a lot of people hate reality shows, but I like this reality show because this reality show deals with seeing people make a physical change, which ultimately leads to a mental change. I want you to watch the show the biggest loser the reality show the biggest loser and you'll see people 380 pounds 400 pounds women over 2 250 women over 300 men over almost over 400 just giant people and you'll see these people with a little commitment and a little education and a little uh, a little uh, caring for themselves you'll see these people lose mega amounts of fat. And of course, they're in a controlled environment, but that's not the point. The point is that if you put your mind to getting in shape, to getting rid of those unwanted pounds, to living a healthier lifestyle, you can do it. There's no reason you shouldn't. And yes, I'm being preachy, but good. Because you need it. If you're, if you're overweight and you're listening to this and you know you could do better, but you're not, well, I'm, I'm inviting you to try and do better for yourself because you're worth it. You need it. And it's not about, oh, uh, I hope people walking around uh, think I'm gorgeous. Okay, that's, that's a side benefit. This is about you being healthy and being happy and living long and not dying slowly and miserably and internally just being eaten alive by your own obesity so there you go dr harland williams here on the harland highway and i hope i don't offend anyone who's overweight who's listening but again this is about trying to light a fire under your ass and i hate to say it but your ass is so fat i can't even get some kindling or a piece of paper or a charcoal briquette under that ass because it's too fat to lift. So let's just, let me put it this way. I'm lighting a fire around your fat ass. And then once you lose about 40, 50 pounds, then I'll put something underneath it when I can get under there and I'll light another fire right under your ass so you keep going. Okay? Why? Because I care. We care here at the Harland Highway. Um, it's tough love. You know what they say? If you really care about someone, you'll tell them the truth. And if they can't handle it, so be it. But you've told them the truth and you've shown them that you care and you want them to do better in life. And I ain't being a preacher. I ain't being, uh, you know, I'm better than you. I'm just one human from another. It's as if we were walking through the forest 
and you're about to step in a bear trap. And I went, hey, don't step there. Why not? Well, there's a bear trap there. You're going to put your leg in a bear trap. Walk around it. Oh, thank you. Well, that's what I'm doing here. You're not healthy. I'm asking you to walk around it and get better. And by the way, that bear trap, there was a chocolate cake sitting. No, no, there wasn't. Stop it. Get better. Get healthy. Be of sound body, but don't be of sound mind. Keep listening to me, Harlan Williams, here at the Harlan Highway. Chicken chow mein, baby. Why, that's splendid.